You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Evening. Welcome to Love Logical DNA Not Required. This is Michelle L. Anderson coming to you live from Podcast Detroit Royal Oak Studios. We are looking forward to intriguing and entertaining you every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Let me start today's show by saying thank you for joining our family, which is biological by nature, love logical by choice, DNA not required. Well, hello, 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 everyone. This is Michelle Anderson, and welcome to Love Logical DNA Not Required. And for all of you who know, I love my Today is Tuesday. You know what that means. We have a special guest. And I had someone ask me, what is it about that? When I was younger, I am one of those babies. I was born in the in the 60s, late 60s. And the Mickey Mouse Club would come on. And on Tuesday, that was how the guest was always introduced on Tuesday. So when I started doing my podcast on Tuesdays, I automatically went to that today is Tuesday. You know what that means. So that's why that is part of my intro of Love Logical DNA Not Required, because today is Tuesday. I have a very special guest this evening, and I have Miss Sonia. Carwall, Carwall, mm-hmm. uh, Carwall, mm-hmm. in the in, in the studio here today, and Sonia is very special, very special in that she wears multiple hats. I think that the hat that she probably enjoys the most is wife, mm-hmm. mom, then meditation specialist, and then CPA. Yeah, you know, because that's like the that's like the corporate boring right. job, you know. So everything else has excitement attached to it, you know. Absolutely. And I'm sure there's some exciting moments for a CPA. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <That's> yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, Sonia. So do you want to say hello to our guests and just tell them just a little bit about you, sure. and then we'll go into why we're here tonight. Hi, Love Logical family. So nice to be here and um, be invited by the wonderful, beautiful Michelle. Thank I'm you. so grateful that I'm able to speak with you and share whatever I know within my own life. Um, so a little bit about myself. I was born in England, Leicester, England, and um, I came about uh, 49 years ago to to Toronto and I moved to Toronto and I was raised in Toronto in a wonderful place called Brampton. And, um, and I've been living in Michigan for about 16 years and okay. my kids are born here. So I'm just a traveler, love different places. Um, and I have, I have a husband uh, mm-hmm. that he is, I've been married for 25 years and, um, and two kids mm-hmm. and my 14, 15 year old. Yeah, she just turned 15 <laughs> and a seven year old, uh, two girls. So I'm super excited that um, I'm here to share whatever I can with you guys. You know, I heard that Brampton, um, Ontario, mm-hmm. correct? Is that's like a shopping place, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They have um, this uh, Bramley City Center, okay. which is a really big shopping mall that mm-hmm. they have. Yeah. Yeah. It's really nice. It's about three and a half hours from here. Yeah, that's nowhere to drive from no. here. I know you go home often. <laughs> often, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I want to go to Toronto when they have the Phantom of the Opera there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, downtown is beautiful. They've got the Eaton Center and all that great shopping down there. So. See? So yeah. <laughs> when I first met Sonia, 
And she told me that she was born in England. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, okay. Because I was wrong. I stereotyped. Mm -hmm. And I was Mm -hmm. thinking India. Right. And so England and then Toronto, it kind of kind of caught me off guard. Yeah. How did your family end up in England? Yeah, my um, family, my uncle moved to, uh, moved from England to Toronto. So my family has been raised in England. In England, so, okay. So, you know, um, my great-grandparents were born in India. Mm-hmm. So, you know, had a lot of um, experience with multicultural diversity around, you know, being with the British, the Queen, and learning all that. Um, and, and then coming to Toronto and really learning how a, uh, Toronto is such a big melting pot of ethnicity. And, yes. um, you know, I love that. That's what I love about Canada. It is a really big melting pot of diversity. So, um, but yeah, and, and we came there because of my father getting a job and working there for a little while. My mother worked in a factory and Mm -hmm. my father um, started learning real estate. They were very young. They were like 19, 20 years old Mm -hmm. when they got married. And and then I was born. Uh, Well, after I was born, then my brother was born Mm -hmm. um, in Toronto. He's five years uh, younger than me. So it was a wonderful, wonderful experience. That's awesome. And how, what, at what point in your life did you start to meditate? And and I'm, I'm leading into where we're going because tonight, those of you who have taken a look on Facebook, you see that we're having a meditation experience. Mm-hmm. We're going to, we're stress busters tonight. <laughs> and we're going to talk to you about how meditation can help make things more peaceful in your home. So parents, this time of year, we need that. Shopping. Bills, um, Santa list, <laughs> kids Santa list, yes. Bills, um, <laughs> yes. Trying to figure out what to get that you know the the person that has everything, and then the Christmas bills that come after. Right. You know, we have so many things at this time of year. You know, you have people who stress out over the smallest things in December Mm -hmm. that they may not stress out over through the rest of the year. But then you just have that life stress that you do have every day. So Sonny is here tonight because she's going to be a stress buster. (laughs) And I'm learning with you tonight. So this is something we're doing this together. So, Sonny, at what point in your life did meditation become such an important part of it? Yeah, so I was 25 when I got married, Um, you know, went to school, became a CPA, if anybody knows what that is, it's an accountant. So one of those accounts that that sits in corporate and had an amazing job and everything, Um, you know, worked so hard and got married. And I had all these expectations of marriage living into this perfect world of, you know, easy and and Mm -hmm. fun. And then all of the stresses come in, the bills came in. And at one point, um, I had a hard time conceiving. So that was one of my major reasons why I wanted to learn a little bit about why was stress affecting me so much in my health. Mm -hmm. And health has a big part to play with our daily happiness. When we're not happy, it's because of something going on or and, and we're not well, you know, it can affect the way we feel mm-hmm. and the way we maybe react to other people. So I learned a little bit about that. So I, that's how I got into meditation, learning about, you know, what is it that I'm doing that doesn't give me that happiness that I thought that was going to happen when I got married. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And what was your first 
experience like? Were you kind of nervous or? Yeah. Um, so it was a process. So I basically, so I got married at 25. I learned to meditate about 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. So that was a while ago. And the first thing I remember was being very resistant because it was something that I'm like, yeah, I don't need this stuff. But I, because my mind is not quiet. I've got a very <laughs> active intellectual mind yes 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 and and it was just i had a a a thought process where like i can't relax i need to keep moving to make myself you know just be productive in my 24 hours but that was what was causing me the stress it actually was just learning to let go and relax that was the hard part moving was easy but it was learning to let go and the first experience i had when i meditated i had an amazing teacher and I was just very emotional. I was like, what is this? Like, I can't even believe that my mind was quiet for a second because I started developing some allergies that were really bad that were causing me eczema. Mm -hmm. And it was like a lot of my body, probably about 30% or 40% of my body was covered with it because I was under a lot of stress with my, the jobs I was doing was making a lot of money, very successful, but there was, you know, I wasn't feeling well. So then it caused me to be a little bit more insecure. And um, and then I, again, I couldn't conceive. So it was causing me a lot of struggles getting pregnant. So and it was affecting my relationship. So mm-hmm. everything kind of was rebounding on me, which mm-hmm. was, you know, what I thought was going to be wonderful and fabulous. And, um, you know, a, a wonderful life in my 20s started becoming like, I need to find myself right now and where I'm going, because it's not the direction that I want it to be. That's understandable. I yeah. think that we we definitely all of us can relate. Yeah. You know, those of you who haven't made it to your 20s yet, just wait. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Life is on its way. Right. No. So I, I understand that. And did you have any now when it comes to meditation? I hear a lot of people who are hesitant because of the myths that are out there. And can you kind of help with some of those myths and that the meditation that we're doing today is it is healthy for all of us. So can you kind of help with that? Let's do some myth, yeah. myth, myth busting <laughs> before we get to the stress busting. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you know, being born in England, raised in Toronto, now moving to the U.S., I'm a melting pot of diversity. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's what I call myself. Um, you know. I'm not Italian, but I eat Italian food and I love pizza. I love Chinese food and I'm not Chinese. You know, I love a Porsche and I'm not from Germany. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we have so much wisdom and so much out there that is diverse. And we we embrace things that we are not a part of that culture, that tradition. But, you know, in India, in Eastern philosophy, India and China and Japan, they are known for meditation, Tai Chi, karate, you know, um, martial arts. And that is all relaxation and mind techniques that allow us to de-stress and things that are really useful that we can actually learn. You know, Mm -hmm. one thing that I find myself is I'm a student of life. I'm here to learn. And whatever way, if I like it, I listen, I hear it, I'm open. If I don't, it's okay. I turn the page, but I still respect it. Yes. So the big thing for me is that's what I've learned with my children. You know, we are here and, and we're here growing together. Mm-hmm. And we need to share what every, you know, all the good things that we all have to offer and share it with each other. I love that. You know, I I am a big melting pot of diversity myself. 
even if it's not from, you know, well, I've lived different places here in the United States, but mine has come throughout my life from the time I was born. I always like to be around and learn from different people, different cultures. I love to try different foods, Mm -hmm. different experiences, you know, and I love a good bull ride. (laughs) I do. I love to watch bull riding. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not from Texas, not from from anywhere over there in the West, you know, like, I like what you said. You, you're you're not Chinese, but you love Chinese food. Yeah, I do too. Right. You know, I'm not Asian, but I love sushi. Yep. You know, and we have to understand that the world is is basically a smorgasbord mm-hmm. of diversity and culture just waiting for us to dig in and learn from each other. Absolutely. You know, us with all of our interchangeable parts. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, you look at it. We can we can interchange kidneys, hearts, eyes, yeah. lungs, everything now. <laughs> Absolutely. So it we are a melting pot of diversity. So one of the things that I was asked when I talked about having you come on to teach us meditation was was it transcendental meditation? Mm-hmm. And I said, No. I knew that was the answer because I remember <laughs> it coming through, but then I said I'm not really sure that I have a strong grasp of what transcendental meditation is. And did you notice that I said it right? Tonight? Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what is what is the difference between the experience that we're going to have tonight mm-hmm. and transcendental meditation? Yeah, that's a great And not question. to hurt anyone's feelings yeah. or mm-hmm. but. I really would like to know what the difference is. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. So, yeah, there are so many myths out there about meditation. See, meditation is just being present in the now, learning to be here right now. And what happens to us is that we think there's something foreign that we have to concentrate and we have to, you know, Maybe our mind has a preconceived notion of Mm -hmm. something that is a little bit more jaded on what people perceive it as, but it's not. It's actually just being within the self. You're not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. Believe me, you're in this body. And what happens is learning to relax the mind. That is meditation. So transcending whatever the words that you use, those are just terminology that people may you know, mindfulness is what we might call it. Okay. So transcending mindfulness, whatever the words that are are out there, the whole point is it's it's all got to do with the self. Learning about the self, learning about where we are in our own state of mind. So if if there is a myth out there in your mind, just have an experience, see where you f- what you feel, and then you can see what works and 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 use that within your own life. Just being. It's it's actually just kind of relaxation for your own self. So with the transcendental, that's kind of like where you're transcending out of transcending out of your own body. You know, I don't Um, know, but I think there is concepts that people think that, but I don't think you can get out of your body. So I don't know. Okay. But I would say that the meditation I'm going to share with you today is really going within yourself. It's just the silence. It is relaxation and it's going within your own self and relaxing your own mind. Okay. Yeah. Because I know that I'm one of those people to where I think all the time, 
if someone contacts me with a problem or they need advice, I'm thinking. I'm like constantly going, constantly mm-hmm. going. So when I was introduced to meditation before, I was thinking, my mind be silent. <laughs> I don't think it's possible. Right. Because when Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. I use this as an example, when we lost Michael Jackson, and I think that everyone in the world knows who Michael Jackson is, I, even if you're two, yeah, you, you seem to know Michael Jackson. And when we lost him, it was due to a medication, Profanol, that would help him go into a deep REM sleep so that he could turn his brain off and rest. And I think if your mind is constantly creating, it's constantly learning, it's constantly just working on something, it gets busy in there. It gets loud. Yeah. And it's hard to just be. So I've had a meditation experience. And to just be able to have that silence just for a brief moment, I would like to learn how to maintain that silence just a little while longer. I've learned to get my REM sleep because I do listen to binarial sleep music Mm -hmm. and other, you know, sleep music apps. So I get my REM sleep, but I would like to just be able to have that silence during the day so that I can do as, as you and I talked about, so I can just be silent sometimes and just listen without having a lot of noise going on so that I can really hear what's going on around me. Right. Is that a good way to, yeah, I guess that's a good absolutely. Way to Perfect. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So I think before we do something, the great thing about meditation, it mm-hmm. has allowed me to bring some awareness to my own life. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. So I guess for this audience, I got a question for you. Okay. So my question is, what do you think the biggest goal or the the deepest desire we have as a family is? What do you think that biggest goal is as a family? You know, we have families, the kids. You have the community. So many things happening. You have Mm -hmm. right now. It's the joy and the and the success of the family. Right. You want to have that that camaraderie within the home where everyone's able to communicate. Right. Everyone's able to love. Mm -hmm. You really don't want to deal with the problems and everything that's there. Absolutely. Yep. That is exactly. And the biggest thing is accomplishing all of that. Yep. Yep. And that's the biggest thing is connection. Mm -hmm. Connecting Mm -hmm. with everyone. And making that connection is so essential in life. But what what happens in life? What happens? Life gets busy. It kind of breaks down communication. Yes. And for a child um, to an adult, the conversation gets broken because we have a lot on our mind. We have a lot in our plates for myself. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of things going. I'm cooking. I'm, you know, getting things ready for my work. And, you know, we're in Go, go, go mode. Yes, constantly. Uh, constantly. So building that connection is so essential. 
And that is one of the things that took me to meditation. It's because there was such a busy life that I carried and I was moving in a very fast paced life and there was a lot of demands of me. I had the definition of stress for me is so much to do in a very little time and a little bit of time, but Mm -hmm. so many things to do in a little bit of time because time is 24 hours. It doesn't get bigger than that. You know, we don't get more hours than that in a day. So that stress has an effect on our on our mm-hmm. mind and the, the way we feel. So moving in the direction of family, which is our goal, we what do we want? What makes us really truly happy is building the best family, being happy with that family and making those connections. Yes. So many things with my child, being able to talk, being able to listen. But what happens? What happens is we bring in all this ton of emotion and we're not present when our child is talking, we'll be like thinking, hurry up and finish because I need to go and do the rest of my responsibilities today. I, I got to cook. I got to do this. But what really is wonderful, Michelle, is that, you know, being aware mm-hmm. of these tendencies of the mind is a huge step to meditation. Being aware of these tendencies. So one of the tendencies is we have the now, but we also have a past. And the past is done and gone. But where is our mind? If we're sitting right now listening to me, are you you, you 100% with me right now? Are you thinking, this is what somebody said to me two days ago, four days ago? It stays with us. Or we vacillate to the future. Mm -hmm. Or we're thinking, I better do this because in 10 more years or in five more years, this may not work out. Our mind is constantly vacillating between the past and the future. Mm -hmm. Where is life? It's in the moment. In the moment. It's in the now. It's in the now. Mm -hmm. Can we change the past? No. We can change a little bit of the future, but by worrying about the future, will it change? No. You have to work on now. Right. In order for the future to be exactly what you want it to be. Right. Because we have that choice. So what does the mind, that tendency does? It, It vacillates between the past and the future. And there's somebody, I'll give you an example you know, a week ago, somebody said something to me, mm-hmm. you know, and they said, you know what, I wasn't really happy with, you know, A, B and C. And it stays with me. And a month later, you know, a week later, a month later, it's still staying with me. But that person that said it to me is in peace. Who is being disturbed by those words? You are. Right. Because that person has moved on. Yeah. And probably don't think about the conversation. Exactly. It hasn't affected them, but we're taking it Mm -hmm. and we can't sleep. And our mind is vacillating between, I cannot believe this person did this to, uh, I'm, I'm so disappointed. I may be not, I may not be the best person. I'm, you know, your, your ego gets touched. I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, not feeling confident about myself. And then you start bringing those stresses in your family and then it starts, you know, fermenting into a space where like, why did that one word or one statement bother me so much? Or we go into the future and we start building anxiety of what if, what if scenarios, this is going to happen. What if we don't have enough money? What if, but we can't change those things. But what we can do is make now the best possible. And that is what meditation does. It brings you to the moment And once, so what I've realized with myself, with my kids, Mm -hmm. I have a a high schooler. She's 
15 years old going on to 21 sometimes. <laughs> and she's a good kid, but she's also learned to meditate and that's helped me a lot. But, you know, this is a really tough time. There's a lot of hormones. There's a lot of anger in children. There's a lot of social media. There's a lot of impressions of what's out there and they're comparing themselves to the world. And that is hard. That mm -hmm. is hard. You know, sometimes we can't give our kids what other kids have. Maybe we want to get them the best iPhone and we're not able to afford it. Or maybe, you know, yes. what what it is is that we need to be present for them. And I had, we had shared this conversation about, like, listening to them. Mm -hmm. So when we have a preactive pre mind, this really, you know, mind that's racing and vacillating between the past and the future, not present, are we able to really listen to our children? No. We think that we're listening. But yeah. when you think about it, sometimes we're not. We may be listening 60%. Right. But from what I feel, we really should be listening 100%. Right. And I don't think that any, not too many people, I won't say anyone, not too many people are listening to the their full ability because between the cell phone, yeah, the text messages, the emails, you know, the, the, the job tomorrow, what's happening tomorrow. And as you just said, <laughs> you're going from the, the past to the future. Mm -hmm. And even with your now, not the silence of the now, the busyness of the now, right. you know, who's calling me? Who's texting me? What email? Oh my goodness. I have all these emails that I have to answer. You know, did this person respond to me? So we need to figure out, right? How to turn that mm -hmm. 60, 70%. Into a hundred percent. Right. Right. And there's, there's always going to be noise out mm -hmm. there. There's always going to be the busy, you know, but the question is, where is your mind? Are you emotional? So what happens is when the mind is stressed, mm -hmm. then it affects our emotions. So we become impatient. We get short tempered. We start using, you know, um, language in, in a tough way that maybe the children didn't really deserve or our husband didn't deserve. You know, life takes us. But what happens with a meditative mind in between the thoughts, you take a moment to reflect with the breath. And that's the key. And that breath is a link between the body and the mind. Mm -hmm. So f I'll give you an example. So when we smell a flower mm -hmm. and when we smell a flower, how is our breath? We take a long, deep breath mm -hmm. and we let go, right? And we mm -hmm. smell and we're so calm. That breath yes. is very relaxing. When we see the ocean, when we are happy and we just take that breath, it feels so calm. But when we're stressed, how is our breath? <laughs> It's fast and rapid. It's intense, stressed. Mm -hmm. That is the effect that we have on our own mind. And our mind is affected. So it's all kind of linked to each other. That affects the body. Mm -hmm. When we are stressed, it affects the body. We create cortisol, which is that stress hormone yes. that can make disease. It creates all these different... Well, when, when we want to create anti, you know, really positive vibrations in our own body, those calming slow breaths... Instead, we, you know, we have to be aware of how we are feeling in moments. So the breath is a really a great anchor. It's like the string of a kite. It's pulling you, in, it's pulling the mind into the now. It's present. It's bringing you more present. So that is really a helpful tool that, you know, I use um, with my meditation to bring me right here in the moment. You know, you're, you're talking about as far as breathing in and smelling that flower. Mm -hmm. and how you feel 
And that is a moment when you release tension. Yeah. You don't know how tense you are until you take the time to smell the flowers. As yes. they say, smell the roses. Mm-hmm. Um, when you are at the at, at the ocean and you have the spray, you know, and everything of the water and things like that, and you you kind of just just let it go. Yeah. And sometimes it's something as simple as a hug. Mm-hmm. You can get a hug from some people just have that that positive mm-hmm. energy that radiates from them, that calming effect to where they can hug you. Right. And you find yourself taking that 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 right. relaxing breath. Absolutely. So I see what you're so that I don't think that we normally would equate just a simple moment like that mm-hmm. to meditation. Yeah. Simple things, simple things. And it's lovely, even a simple thing like eating. Mm-hmm. We eat food, we cook our food, we eat it, but how do we eat? You know, we eat fast. Sometimes we don't chew all of our food. We're just hungry and we keep eating and we eat, but we don't. Sometimes when we're stressed, we live with very little awareness. Mm-hmm. And then we're eating our food. Yeah, we don't enjoy it. If we take a little bit, that meditative state of mind allows us to just be in the now. That is what meditation is, being present right here, right now. I'm with you. We're 100% here right now. And that space, as your day goes by, gets lost because these tendencies start appearing in our life that, you know... um, you know, nowhere in in school are we taught how to deal with our emotions, our negative right. emotions. No, we're taught the book smarts. We're taught mm-hmm. all of these things in our home, but nor at home or in school are we taught how to deal with the negative tendencies that we may be having from our childhood. That's true because a lot of people now are learning to to find ways to cope with their past. Mm-hmm. They're trying to accept their past so that they can move into the present. Right. So that that's the mind, body, and spirit. Mm-hmm. There's so many people out here working in that direction now. More people are going to counseling than ever mm-hmm. because what used to be a taboo now is a positive norm. Right. You know, so, okay, I'm connecting all these dots together now. Right. I really am. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you, especially when you mention food, because <laughs> yeah. I like food. <laughs> so I like I. food that tastes very good. I love spices. Right. I think I have just about every Indian spice in my cabinet. Don't even know how to use them all. <laughs> but I know how to use them all in a certain in certain dishes. Right. But if I put them all together, I have no idea what would happen. But when you think about it, it's like fine dining mm-hmm. or fine wine. When you get that 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 perfect cut of fish, that perfect green bean, and you take that first bite of something, mm-hmm. and it is just succulent, mm-hmm. you do you close your eyes, mm-hmm. and you take that relaxing, joyful, thankful breath. Right. That's exactly. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm starting to put all this together, everyone. You know, <laughs> I'm trying to put it together and, and so it can not not just make sense for me, mm-hmm. but actually trying to connect the dots for you all, too. Yeah. 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 And another tendency, this is interesting, is like, you know, we meet someone and I'll give you an example. They give us, you know, 
10 compliments. I say, you're wonderful. I'll tell you, Michelle, you're wonderful. You're so kind. You're so generous. Great cook. And, you know, you're so fashionably savvy. And, and, you you know, (laughs) I love these wonderful things about Mm -hmm. you. However, you know, that dress that you wore that other day, I wasn't the best color on you. And that was it. That one, you know, 10 compliments and that one negative Mm -hmm. comment that took us for a trip. Yeah. It just Where's everything that was coming there, everything yeah. that was the positive that was coming, just all of a sudden, just yeah. And you don't remember everything else that was said right. prior to that. So then, that why did why was that you know not the best color? And the yeah. story goes, and the mind gets stuck, mm-hmm. and that's the mind. It has a tendency of connecting, or you know, like you know, just connecting with that negative, that negativity. And we're, we don't need to get there because whatever we put out there is what we attract. Mm-hmm. The more positive we stay, the more we have a better vision in our own mind of, you know, what we want and be just calmer and happier. It comes. It will come effortlessly. And so that is why it's amazing having a practice of yourself because we give, give, give to everybody. But when do we give to ourselves? Yes. yes. That is the key. And actually... As you were saying that someone can say something negative and it brings you down. Mm-hmm. You could also find yourself losing the joyfulness mm-hmm. of who you are when you surround yourself with people who have negative energy. Absolutely. And you find yourself lashing out and doing things that you normally don't do or you're stuck in going down a bad road. Yeah. So this could also help you. Cut it yeah. and get unstuck, release the negative, bring yourself back into the now. Right. And start smelling those flowers, eating that succulent fish. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Okay. We're going to, we're going to, and the thing is, this is awesome because so many people don't understand that this time of year, it is stressful. Mm-hmm. It's stressful for, parents stressful for adults just in general you know and love logical is it's about love and it's about connectivity it's about families it's you know that that we are all one and that's that's truly what it's about so we need to find the joy within our homes so that we can continue to spread that love and it starts from the top down in the household so and joy spreads it's mm-hmm. contagious laughter is contagious it's very hard to be around someone who's laughing and you don't eventually start laughing yourself you don't even have to know why they're laughing <laughs> right mm-hmm. so if we bring that peace that can start and it can spread amongst our homes as well Absolutely. and that's what i'm hoping for yeah and, yeah. and our children um you know, if I'm in a good mood and everything is wonderful, my children mimic me. Mm-hmm. If they see that I'm, you know, helping and, in, in, you know, somebody calls me and I'm helping them, my elder daughter will turn to me, you know, sees that behavior and wants to, you know, replicate that in her mm-hmm. own, that this is her, these are her, their years. These are the kids' years that they want to be like their parents and good and bad. <laughs> you yeah, know, those, yeah. those tough days are a little bit tough, but just being mindful that our behavior affects the children 
more than we even know. So how do we become better at communicating, becoming the best version of ourselves so they can pick up those qualities that we want them to take for the rest of their life in their own homes? And so we also can have that relationship with the spouses, significant others, Mm -hmm. co-workers. Absolutely. Extended family, in-laws. In-laws, everything. (laughs) All of them. (laughs) Everyone. Okay, so let's say... I want to I want to start learning how to meditate. Okay. And I really don't know what to do. I know that people talk about it. Sitting here today, I do know that I can go smell the flowers and I have to take that time and just to take that deep breath. Mm-hmm. But you want to take us through an experience? Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things with meditation, so I'll give you um a little scenario here. So if I tell you, if you close your eyes and yeah. and I tell you, okay, take a deep breath in and let go. Okay. So I would like to ask you not to think of a yellow monkey. Okay. Do not think of a yellow monkey. Don't think of another color, but don't think of a yellow monkey. Okay. Take a deep breath in and let go. Can you open your eyes? So what's the first thing that you thought of? A yellow monkey. A yellow monkey. (laughs) So that is the tendency of the mind. So what we insist resists. Like it's kind of like one of those things where, you know, when I tell you not to do it, it's going to come up more. Mm -hmm. So meditation is just accepting what is. It's not thinking of anything except what is happening. Just follow my words. You don't have to think of anything except following the direction and listening to my words and the instruction. And if a thought comes up about something that happened yesterday, it's okay. If it's a thought coming up that you better hurry up and finish this meditation because I want to leave, it's okay too. It's just accepting but being present with what the words that I'm saying. Do you want to try it? Let's let's try it. But I also have a question, too, after we do that. Mm -hmm. Can I meditate on my own if there's no one giving me any words to? Yeah. Yeah. So there's many different ways to meditate. We can, you know, listen to music, be 100% with the music and dance and meditate and be, you know, close your eyes and listen to music and meditate. We can also, you know, go for a walk. Look at nature. That's also a kind of meditation. So meditation comes in many forms. A guided meditation helps you process a little bit with the tool, the breath. And learn. And learn a little bit about the breath and a little bit of mindfulness with the body. Okay. And that's it. So So we are going to have a meditation experience right now. So I want you to join in and just listen. Don't worry about watching. Just listen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So everybody's sitting out there and listening tonight, sitting comfortably, your body relaxed. Let us close our eyes. Let's take a deep breath in and let go. Take another deep breath in. And breathe out. So listen to the sounds around you. Your environment. 
you are in harmony with your environment. Take another deep breath in. Let go. Breathe in. And let go. Become aware of your body. Place your entire weight on the seat you are sitting. Breathe in and let go. Breathe in again and breathe out. Keep a smile on your face. Breathing in with a smile. Relax the muscles in your face. And breathe out and relax more and more. Become aware of your body. Your body is a beautiful gift to you by nature, by God. Honor and respect your body. Breathe in and breathe out. Take your attention to your legs, your right leg, your left leg your thighs, hip, abdomen, stomach, navel, right arm, left arm, chest, shoulder, Breathe in again, and slowly breathe out. Your neck, lips, cheek. Nose. Breathe in and breathe out. Become aware of your breath. You are grateful for this body. Your breath is moving in and out of your body, keeping this body alive. Be grateful for your breath.
become aware of your thoughts, whether good thoughts or bad thoughts. Let them come. Become aware of your mind. Become aware of your feelings, pleasant or unpleasant. Breathe in and breathe out. You in harmony with your feelings. Breathe in and breathe out. You are peace. You are joy. Become aware of your feelings. Become aware of your thoughts. Breathe in and breathe out. Slowly and gradually, be aware of your body and surroundings. And slowly and gradually, you may open your eyes. That's cool. I did open my eyes a little sooner. That's okay. But then I was <laughs> able to close my eyes again. Yeah. I like it because even though I focused on I was focusing on you mm-hmm. and hearing your voice. I could hear people in the other studio, but I didn't focus on them. I literally yeah. Didn't hear, I heard them, but didn't hear what they were saying. Right. Normally when you close your eyes, you can hear what everybody's saying. Yeah. It's accepting. It's it there. Is. The sounds. The, yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you all really enjoyed that. It is relaxing. And I, I and I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm, I'm working on an hour and a half sleep from last night. Wow. <laughs> but. I wasn't even falling asleep. Yeah. I was literally enjoying yeah. that moment and relaxing. So we're going to have another meditation experience. So tonight's show is actually um, sponsored by Mr. Larry's Cafe in Eastland Mall. And on December 22nd, they have so graciously lended their space to us so that we can extend a free meditation experience to to you for the holidays. And on December 22nd from 5.30 until 6.30, it's at Eastland Mall, door number eight. You'd come in door number eight, and I'm going to put this all out there. And we'll have light snacks and drinks, but we're going to talk about and answer your questions. Mm -hmm. We're going to... Bust your myths even more because we want you to ask questions. And then we're going to have 
that experience so that we could be right there in the now together. Bless you. Excuse me. Bless you. <clears throat> Thank you. <laughs> so we could be right there in the mm-hmm. now together. Yeah. So I'm really, I really appreciate um, Larry and Katrina Hurst for offering this space to us so that we can have a free meditation experience for you. Um, you would be able to IM me on Facebook to let me know if you would be interested in coming. And I will put an event invite up for you to RSVP because we will have limited spaces available. But this is to help to help to bring our love logical community together, our extended family so that we can learn to take care of ourselves first so that we could take care of those who we love in a positive way. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. This is, um, we're all here for each other. Yeah. You know, we're learning from each other. We are here for each other. And the reason I've come is, um, you know, I volunteer a lot of my time on helping people within corporate and different industries within the school district, police um, department, police departments. Mm -hmm. And, you know, where, where my daughter goes to school, we have such a high rate of suicide. There's so many children that are out there, you know, just, they're they're alone and they they feel alone and we need to be good listeners to catch those moments we're able to provide support to the parents and the children. Yes. So, you know, this is just a wonderful way to come together and move together with that positivity and make a difference in another yes. family's life. And Sonia is going to be coming back next month. Well, she will be there on the 22nd, but she's going to come back on January 7th. With her daughter. Yeah. <laughs> and we plan on bringing our daughters and, you know, Stacy, Shannon Johnson, our new co-host, she has her daughter. So we're going to come and her son. So we're going to come with our children because we're going to talk to you about how meditation, once you learn yourself, how it can help your children, the kids who are having problems with, you know, in school with being bullied. Excuse me. <clears throat> Learning how to cope with different situations in their lives, yeah. because we want to make sure that that suicide rate goes down mm-hmm. and that the joy rate goes up. Absolutely. You know, and Sonia's daughter is actually doing meditation in school. She's teaching it yeah. to the kids in her school. And I've learned that many schools are starting to incorporate meditation. And mindfulness, mm-hmm. yes, mind, body, and spirit. Yeah. So what we want you to do is we want you to listen to this podcast again, share this podcast, look out for the event, Bright, which is going to go up, and come and join us at this free meditation. And there is also a chance that we may be able to add another day on yeah. before the holiday is over as well because – We really want to reach out into the community and say, it's time to take care of yourself. It's time to learn how to get your body in sync. Stop allowing the anger and the negative vibes and different things that's going on around you bring sickness into your life. Yes, absolutely. And rid yourself of that and bring yourself joy. Yeah. And yes, you can 
be a Christian and learn to meditate. It's you're you're meditating for self. Yeah. And you're clearing your mind of various negative thoughts and just learning how to stop and listen to what's going on within you and to those that are around you. Yeah. And being the best version of yourself. Yeah. We have one time. I'm I'm gonna be fifty in March, halfway to hundred. <laughs> Don't know? look it, but yes. You know, okay. and and uh, <laughs> Less okay. and thank you. And and one of the things that I've learned is, you know, life is moving. It's moving and we need to give the best life possible. You know, it's impermanent. It's not gonna go back. It's gonna move forward. So what we can do to help ourselves is just enjoy what we have and be grateful for yes. what we ha- have and abundance comes. It, it all works out. It all comes to us, but it's moving. Life is moving. So if we can take a little bit of this knowledge of meditation in our life, just to slow things down a little bit, then we can smell those flowers. We yes. can enjoy the friend's company without rushing. You yes. know, we can do the grocery shopping a little slower. Mm-hmm. And, and know that everything's going to be okay and not worry about what's going to be because everything is going to be okay. I love it. And I'm going to tell you, when Sonia first told me that she was turning 50, I thought it was a joke. I did. <laughs> and I said, you know, I said, you're beautiful. Oh, and thank you. and she, she was telling me about how she lives her life and how she eats. And so those are things that we're going to learn because we do have to start taking care of ourselves. And we're starting with the mind and we have to work on our minds, our minds and our children's minds. And then we're going to move on to our bodies. Absolutely. So everybody, thank you for joining us today. Sonia, thank you for being here today. Thank you for being willing to offer this experience to not just my podcast audience, but to our community as well. And look out because we're coming. <laughs> this is you're part of our Love Logical extended family, and you know what that means. It's biological by nature, love logical by choice, DNA not required. And I'll see you guys next Tuesday. Thank you, Sonia. Thank you so much, Michelle. Bye.